Riley Morgan is with us. Now, Riley's had a huge year. He moved from Claremont to Subi. And whilst he didn't play as much league football as he would have wanted because of a freak pre-season injury, he did play in a reserves flag for the Lions at the end of the footy season. But we've had him on to chat week on week. Racing, which is his other passion. And he's dipped some winners for us across the year. Let's see if Christmas Eve racing brings out the best in Riley Morgan. Riley, good morning. Good morning, Jacob. Good morning, Wayne. How are you both? All very formal today. Uh, the last show of the year. Um, it's been a big year for you, hasn't it? You've sort of made your, your breakthrough in, in racing media and, and what you've been able to achieve there. But as much as you would have wanted to play more league football at Subi, it's always special to play in a flag. Yeah, definitely, Jacob. It was, uh, it was a really good sort of finish to the year. And uh, work and footy has been a bit of a different year than what I have previously previously been used to. But no, the, the racing side of things and the work side of things over the past 12 months has been very rewarding, very enjoyable, and looking forward to whatever is ahead as well heading into 2023. Can I ask you, Riley, this was a hobby for you when it first started and, and following some of the, the racehorses here in WA and providing your own form. Did you ever think that you'd be able to get the opportunities that you have? Uh, probably not uh, as quickly, uh, JL. I, I thought that um, if I could sort of, you know, it was a hobby and something that I enjoyed doing regardless of the opportunities that were, were given to me. But sort of after I started at Tab Radio, these sort of opportunities started to present themselves. And I think a few people started to, to sort of enjoy what I was doing and enjoy the sort of racing content and the, the tips and the form form analysis that, that I was providing them. And, you know, it's, it's turned into something that hopefully uh, I could potentially make a career out of or it's still staying in this sort of industry this racing industry something i'm very passionate about for sure all right we've had some terrific racing over the last month or two uh what's the well what are the fields looking like tomorrow what are you expecting it's actually uh pleasantly surprising there how how good the meeting is tomorrow obviously heading to perth cups going to be the next big meeting on on new year's day and obviously with the culmination of the pinnacles it leaves a few sort of trainers and leaves a few fields, I should say, um, a little bit on the thinner side. But no, I'm pretty happy with the meeting they've dished us up for, for Christmas Eve. And just a reminder to anyone that is uh, that is uh, a fan of WA Racing, or will pay some attention to it tomorrow. We have a very early start, so we kick off at 10:30 with race number one tomorrow to get uh, to get Macca away nice and early on Christmas Eve. Excellent. All right, uh, let's find some winners then, shall we, Morgs? Where are you headed tomorrow? We're headed to the first, actually, for the um, for uh, the first bet of the day, and I think this horse, uh, horse number six in the opener, Artis Labrage, I think he's he's well above average as a horse, and uh, I think he can certainly go on with it, put two in a line to to start his career. He his debut win was really good; it was soft as butter. He was able to he had to do a bit of work from a wide draw to to get to the front, and once he got to the front, he he really didn't give anything else a chance. And we look at the form through the race. The second horse, Lieutenant Dunbar was one of the runs of the meeting it was huge on Wednesday without winning and then uh, Paddy's flying back there in fifth as well has also come out and broken his maiden winning very nicely at Pinjarra so I think the form holds up uh, I love the durability this horse showed in his trials to not just if he doesn't lead he can take a sit behind them and still make up really good ground and there looks to be a, a good amount of speed in the race so I think if Pat Carberry just slots in behind the front pair well, the leading pair there in Sky Duke and Universal Playboy, I think he's going to get every chance to be having last crack at them in the straight and think he's he's a very nice horse and pretty confident he can kick off the day a winner. All right. At 10.30, I'm well in front, or 10.40. Where I go next to, to increase it for Christmas? 
We go to race three. I like horse number two here, Cashaway, and I just really love the jockey change here. Wayne, um, the apprentice was on last start. He got right back in the field and, and actually came home in the best last 400 and last 200 metre splits of the entire meeting. He really savaged the line and the jockey change, Pike, William Pike onto a get-back sort of run-on sprinter. You, you, you won't find a, a better jockey change in WA racing and there looks to be, uh, it looks to be a race with really good speed. So I think Pike will just sit back, let it all unfold, and with the southwesterly forecast for tomorrow, that generally favours those that can find a bit of cover and, and run on in the straight. So I think that will definitely suit him. Race three, number two, cash away. Just want to have if people that are interested in having maybe a little saver in the race. I wouldn't, uh, couldn't talk you out of having something small on number three, pink carrots as well. This horse from the Simon Miller camp has, has trolled really nicely. Uh, coming into this campaign. Last preparation was a complete train wreck and he just didn't come up. But um, his two trials leading in uh, have been really good and he, I've always had the opinion of this horse. I think he looks like he's he's come back in very good order. Riley, just before we in the next couple of selections, just a, uh, a comment on the William Pike influence. Now, when he left, it was all a lot to do with the Peters horses and he had that relationship. But he, he sort of, that hasn't sort of what he's come back to. That's not what he's come back to. He, he's Riding for different trainers now, so are we seeing the sim- the same sort of influence that he's having? Uh, it's a very different playing field at the moment, Wayne. Obviously, he went over for, for quite a period of time, and, and trainers and uh, jockeys that are riding horses not only on race day but also at track work and, and doing all their trials and whatnot. It's something that William Pike used to do predominantly for bigger, more high-profile trainers like Adam Durant and, and Bob and Sandra. Bob and Sandra Peters, Bob uh, would be the first to tell you he's had a pretty uh, disappointing year or a year for him that hasn't gone to plan, made a little bit difficult, more difficult, I think, with the sort of separation from Grant and Alana Williams and having to source other trainers to, to train his horses. Uh, William had to come back and obviously basically start from, even though he had such a, a great repertoire here, as probably the champion jockey in the state, he had to start from pretty much square square one and, and work his way back up through the ranks. And he's got some really good support. He's still riding for Grant and Alana Williams and Adam Durant most weeks, and that's certainly going to help him uh, moving forward. But he, he may have had a pretty lean start to his sort of uh, uh, return to riding in WA, but over the last few weeks, we're certainly seeing his class uh, rise back to the top, and he's, he's very much picking up. All right, back into our tips for tomorrow for our Christmas Eve racing at Ascot, Morgs. Um, where do we head later in the card? My um, best each way goes around in race number five. Uh, Jacob, race five, horse number 10 here, Mama Tembu is the name. I think she looks just about ready to win for me here on the weekend. And last start, she was really good in a, in a race. She split uh, trade war and, and not secret. And, and those two horses actually went out in Quinellan, uh, uh, a really strong race. Last weekend, in, in a higher grade of race as well, in a, in a 66 plus. So I think that's form that really, really stacks up. And I thought she travelled into that race there beautifully. She settled a lot closer than what we are, we're used to seeing with her on that day. So I think if, if Lucy Warwick can, can utilise the gate and try and find a spot just in behind the speed here, I think she's going to run you a very good each way, a race at around that sort of $9.50 and almost $3 a place. There. I think uh, she looks just about ready to win. Mama Tembu, race 5 or well, nice. 10. Tip for us, Morgs, or we got a couple more? Uh, we can get a couple more in, actually. Um, races six and seven are both really good races. Race six, the favourite uh, rear admiral looks a really nice silly, but I just think she's a little bit under the odds uh, there at the moment and a bit of a map query from that barrier. So I'm going to look elsewhere. 
horse number one time scale, if on speed is no disadvantage, I thought her run first up was super, and she's traditionally a horse that uh, goes better first up to uh, sort of first up to second up and, and derives benefit with the run under the belt. I thought in a really high-rating race, they went super quick in that race. She was whacking away really strong at the end and should be able to just about cross them here from Barry 9 and she can cross them without having to do too much work. She's going to be very hard to run down and horse number three, Tad Weir, as well, maps for the run of the race and looks ready to win. But um, I think the... $5.50 has sort of gone this morning. That's five fifty for Tadware now into sort of three eighty. So that's maybe a little bit less enthusing about having something on both, but I'll just wait and see what they do late. But number one, time scale, and number three, Tadware are both very good winning chances, I think, in race six. Then race seven, horse number nine, Burn You to Survive. I think anywhere near sort of $3, if we could get that for him, it's a really nice bet. His win first up was, was terrific, and William Pike sticks and he finds another race with really good speed, and that's that's what a horse like him needs with his racing pattern. He's the blinkers did in wonders last start. He just thrived in them, and he was a, a class above that field. He beat first up, and if there's any improvement in him, he's going to be very hard to beat again as well. Excellent. Hey, Riley, in closing, what's been the highlight of the year in racing for you? Oh, that's a tough one. I actually think, and uh, it wasn't anything to do with my sort of self-interest in the race, but for me, I think the highlight, a bit of recency bias perhaps, but seeing Colin Webster win the railway stakes with, with tricks of the trade for a long-time jockey and, right, and number one rider for his stable as well, Troy Turner. That was uh, some terrific scenes post-race there on that day and the, the emotion of it all and seeing all these other trainers and jockeys that hadn't won, they'd run second, third, fourth, all getting straight off their horses and getting straight over to him and congratulating him. And it was just, yeah, terrific scenes and, and a tr- terrific reward for a great servant of, of WA racing over a very long period of time. Brendan. Hey, Morg, you've been a star for us. You've been a great addition to Friday Sports Breakfast and bringing us tips every week. And you've been pretty reliable with these tips. So hopefully we finish the year in fine form. The Perth Cup is on the first day of the new year. We'll look forward to that as well. And we'll look forward to your company again in 2023. Absolutely. Thank you very much, JL and Wayne. And have a good Chrissy and New Year's if I don't hear from you again. Good on you, Morgs, and same to you and family. Riley Morgan joining us here on Sport FM. He is the second best footballer in his family, and that's him saying that because his cousin is playing for the West Coast Eagles.